Hooray! Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This is Joe Knows Movie, and this is my review for Bloodshot. All right. If anyone's ever listened to me talk about Vin Diesel, I don't know if they have heard me or, or what, but I used to be a big Vin Diesel fan. I was a fan of his back in the early 2000s, the late 90s, early 2000s, with movies like Pitch Black, his small appearance in his like 15 minute appearance in Save It Private Ryan. Okay. And, and uh, what else? Boiler Room, you know. You know, my buddy Mike and I, we both watched Boiler Room together, and he he like he thought that that uh, Vin Diesel was also a, an interesting actor in that he was he had charisma. You know, he acted he acted like himself pretty much, it, but it was cool because he you know you could sell you could you could sell you could tell that he had screen presence, and so it worked. Okay, you knew that he had something that this guy could be a star, right? So yeah, you you go to movies back when you know. When he first started doing this shit, when he was doing The Fast and the Furious, the first one, okay? Loved him in that one. Loved him in Knock Around Guys. You know, that's an underrated film. Anybody get a chance, go see Knock Around Guys. It's actually a very entertaining movie. Great performances all around. Uh, the first Triple X movie, he wasn't bad in that. It's not a great movie, but it's still, bitches come, right? You know, it's great. Uh, even a movie like A Man Apart, not a great movie, but it still had something to it. There was still, it was a little bit different than, than what other action stars were doing. And so it was cool to see him changing it up a little bit. Then all of a sudden, after he did the second uh, Pitch Black movie, he did The Pacifier, which that's kind of like uh, his big sellout movie, you know, kind of like uh, how The Rock did some Disney movies and now, you know, Johnny Depp did some Disney movies. It, everybody does it. John Cena, everybody. But his was the pacifier. But even though the movie is nothing special, Vin Diesel was fun. It was fun to see him play um, a character like that in a movie. And then he then it was weird. He picked this movie called Find Me Guilty and it came out in 2006. And he played this this mob guy. This, this He was pretty much a rat who's testifying against the mob and he's based on real life characters. And it was interesting. It was an interesting thing and I, I respected the fact that he would do different things i mean he's he was the big guy in hollywood at that moment and he was getting all these things thrown at him but he was doing what he wanted to do and i respected it but then all of a sudden he just kind of disappeared for it seemed like a long time even though it wasn't but he kind of did because when you go from the pacifier to find me guilty then you know his quick cameo in the at the end of tokyo drift then he does babylon ad Okay, I saw Babylon ID. I saw that shit at the drive-in when it was new. And aside from a cool intro sequence, all I remember about that movie is a, a fat and bloated Gerard Depardieu in a submarine. Just, I think he was eating the whole time, too. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, the guy just, he loves his crepes and shit. But after that, it's hard to even think of what else he's done. Because then he just kept doing his niche. And his niche has pretty much become Fast and Furious movies, another triple X, uh, Groot, and he did The Last Witch Hunter, okay? And pretty much he hasn't done anything since then. So, and it seems like his acting hasn't gotten better either. Like, I've seen Vin Diesel when, when he was doing movies like A Man Apart and stuff like that, he was believable. You felt it, you know, and you could tell he was still trying when he was an actor, when he was, you know, a new up and coming actor. But now with this movie Bloodshot, it just seemed like, like he had just read the script right before he came out of his trailer and then just said, you know, okay, let's do it. And, and that's it. There was nothing special about it 
about his performance. Like half the time when he was serious about things that were going on around him, I, I, I couldn't tell if he, he was joking or he was overacting or what. And then then there was times where when he was trying to be a little bit jovial and stuff, it just, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 I think it's like a combination of things that's the problem with Vin Diesel nowadays. I think that it's like the Adam Sandler problem. You know, Adam Sandler just started making so much money that he just said, fuck it. And he quit caring about trying hard enough anymore. And he just goes out there and he makes shit, collects his money and moves on. And that's what it kind of feels like with his performance in, in this movie, Bloodshot. All right. And now when it comes to this movie, I've never even heard. And this isn't me talking shit about the character in the comic book Bloodshot. I don't mean that in any way whatsoever. What I do mean is I've never heard about Bloodshot until this movie was announced. And I, I made a mistake where, well, it's kind of a mistake. It's not really a big deal. But I wanted to look up the character. Bloodshot before seeing this movie, and I forgot to, which right there shows how much interest I really had in this from the get go. Is that I didn't even look up the character at all. So we watched this movie, and it is, it, I don't think the movie ever gets to a point where it's boring or it sucks, but it's indicative of everything else uh, nowadays that comes out pretty much, which is it is a 90 minute to two hour distraction that has no retaining power. There's nothing special about it. There's nothing original about it. And I know there's not anything really original anymore anyway, but it doesn't do anything that makes it stand out with the, with the, you know, with the things that it uses from the genre. Okay. This movie just has a collection of ideas and plot lines and action sequences from better fare and also other mediocre fare. Like, for example, a lot of Robocop in this movie, ton of Robocop. There's, and his character is a lot like Wolverine. Okay. There's, uh, uh, similarities to Assassin's Creed. There's similarities in action sequences to Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. And and then there's a bunch of other things I noticed while I was watching the movie. I can't recall off the top of my head because that's this movie. This movie is not very memorable because when you think about it, this movie doesn't really do that much. Most of the movie is just a simulation in a way. So there's nothing really revelatory about it. And also... There's no twist that we don't we didn't see in the trailers. The trailers gave away pretty much everything. There's no surprises. And the thing is, is that I didn't remember much from the trailers except for the Johnny Cash song that they kept playing over and over again. But I forgot about them giving away the twist in the trailer. But when I'm watching the movie, within the first 20 minutes, I'd say, I already knew what the twist was going to be because the movie kind of like intentionally but unintentionally um, telegraphs it. And so it's still, it just, there's nothing great about it. And then even though the acting from other actors isn't bad, it's just, it's, it's like, what is their, what is the importance of their character really? You know, cause when it's all said and done with this film bloodshot, it feels like this is just a movie to get the franchise's foot in the door. And it's so it's all just a uh, origin film in a way, like kind of like uh, the first Deadpool movie, except the difference is the Deadpool movie was fucking amazing. OK, this is unfucking amazing. There's nothing really special at all about it. The only thing I could even think to consider that's special is the visual effects. And what I mean by that is that even though the visual effects are completely obvious, 
all of the CG is completely obvious, but it seems like it's so well rendered that if we had seen this five years, 10 years prior, these same action sequences, they would have looked way worse, like Scorpion King worse, you know, from uh, The Mummy Returns. But it, they, I mean, but here's the problem is that even though the action sequences in this movie aren't bad, because I didn't care about any of the characters, it didn't matter what happened in any of these action sequences when it's all said and done. Didn't really give a shit. And the whole time, too, I'm always noticing when there is, when it's CG. I'm really getting tired of being a movie reviewer slash critic that is analyzing films and all I keep seeing is the CG. I don't want to see CG anymore unless it's unnecessary. Okay. Look, if you're going to be in on another planet and you're doing a fantastical world, of course, you got to have a lot of CG. Makes perfect sense. But when it's on Earth and you have action sequences of people shooting at each other and fighting, please start using CG intelligently. Like how, I don't know, James Cameron did in the 90s or uh, Spielberg did in the 90s. Use it to complement a scene, not to overtake a scene. Because I am getting pulled out of the fantasy of movies nowadays because all I see is the obvious CG. So even though the, the, the definition is getting crisper, it's not helping. It really isn't. So... That is a problem I got with this movie, really. And this movie technically is just a magic show trying to make you think that it's better than it is. And the fact that it copies from all these genres, it makes a joke in the movie. There's actual joke where it acknowledges that it's a bunch of cliches and stuff for all of these, these simulations that the Vin Diesel's character is going through. But it doesn't improve upon it after it acknowledges it. It's just like, you know, saying, I know, we're, we're, we're lazy. We're just stealing from everything else. And then we're just going to keep going with it. So either you'll accept it or you don't. I don't accept it. That's lazy. There's no, there's nothing special about it at all. And also, here's a weird thing. This movie might as well have been rated R because there's chunks of, of Vin Diesel's body getting blown off of him in this movie. And then it's like, oh, because he instantly repairs afterwards, it's okay to show this and in a PG-13 film. So I, I don't know. It, it's just weird to me. I, I, it's like a, it's like getting away with a character drinking a beer, even though it's illegal to have you know beer commercials and shit. I don't know. This is just a stupid ramble. But anyway, there's only one character that I really liked in this movie, and it was played by Lamorne Morris, who um, he's one of the main characters from The New Girl, which is on Fox, and. And he's, he, I like him. He's a good actor. He's funny. And in this movie, he's kind of what I would call a saving grace to the film because this movie tries to be funny at other parts and it doesn't work. But when Lamorne Morris is on screen, he's a little too energetic, but he's still, he's still a breath of fresh air when he's on the screen. He's, you know, he's like the guy in the chair for this movie. And it, it, he kept me from like wanting to pull my hair out at how cliche this film was at times because he was, he was fun for the most part. All right. But like um, characters like um, Aiza uh, Gonzalez, who, you know, we've seen her in Baby Driver and, and um, she had a quick scene as a brothel owner or some shit in the Hobbs and Shaw movie. She also she's a good actress and and she does her character well, very well. But her character is nothing more than a potential love interest and a motivational tool for Vin Diesel's character. She doesn't really give anything to the movie at all other than her just being a plot device. So, and then the guy, Guy Pierce's character who's over the top and stupid and, and, you know, but then there's a reason why, cause he's trying to overact with the simulations too. And I'm not giving anything away by the way, cause the whole damn trailer revealed it anyway. So, 
when it all comes down to it, would I recommend this movie? No, I don't recommend this movie because this movie is not special. If you're a Vin Diesel fan and you like a mumbling and talking like this all the time, then okay, see the movie. But otherwise, like if you like you you like the the last four or five Fast and Furious movies, including Hobbs and Shaw, then and you like or and you like Vin Diesel that much still. Then go ahead, go see this movie, or I'm sorry, see it at home because all the theaters are shut now. <laughs> okay, you rent it on Amazon or whatever. But otherwise, I do not recommend this movie. This movie is nothing special at all. I don't care if they make a sequel to it. I don't ever want to see it again. That's just your opinion. <laughs>